Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. This week we're working on a little something to demonstrate at the Pittsburgh Irish Festival for the Five Farms Irish Cream Celtic Kitchen where they do cooking demos all weekend long. Um, we got to do it last year and we had such a good time that this year I guess I signed up to do it too. So <laughs> so I wanted to come up with a recipe. I've been trying to come up with a kind of a simple, good cake recipe to use for a demo. I got an idea from an Irish cooking blog called Eating for Ireland. And they had this Irish coffee cake, but it's it was basically like a very dark coffee cake with coffee icing, very caffeinated. So I kind of looked at that recipe and I thought, I think I could do a few little changes to this and make it work for my recipe. So that's what I'm doing. I'm adapting that recipe to this recipe because I couldn't find exactly what I wanted. And this is pretty close. So what I was looking for was something like a pound cake that you would do in a loaf pan. And it would be like a breakfast kind of a, you know, like a cake that isn't a particularly super sweet cake but something that would be good with breakfast, you know, with a cup of coffee. So this cake is kind of like your cup of coffee, and I'm calling it an Irish coffee cake for two reasons. Number one, it is a coffee cake, which is, you know, what we call a little breakfast cake, but it also is Irish coffee. So it's kind of like the classic, <laughs> it's a classic rock and roll pun here, everybody. It's the Irish coffee cake. So um, this cake is made in a nine by five loaf pan. Could also make it in a pound cake pan, which I happen to have a pound cake pan that was an air bake pan. I'll tell you what, it works nice for a pound cake, but for this cake, it, it worked okay. The only thing is that this cake didn't crown in there because it is an air bake. So it baked perfectly beautifully flat right across the top. <laughs> so, which is fine. It worked fine. I mean, that's usually what you want in a cake is for oh. it to be perfectly flat across the top so you can ice it. Yes, but like. for like a coffee cake, you want a little crown. <laughs> it works nice in a loaf. It works nice, honestly, in a regular loaf pan. Or you can use two of the small loaf pans, the one pound loaf pans, you know, the little size. Or you can use the um, nine by five and just make one. So that's what I did. I just made this recipe to just make one. So here's what you're going to need. You're going to need a 9x5 loaf pan or a 9x5 pound cake pan. Parchment paper, because it makes it so much easier to get it out. To prep the pan, you're just going to grease it. Before you grease it, though, what you want to do is cut your parchment paper so that it fits into the pan with the long sides of it sticking up so that you can lift the paper to lift the cake out. Oddly enough, this is a little bit like a pound cake recipe. Or maybe it would be like three-fourths of a pound cake recipe would be the better name for it. You're going to need three-fourths cup of all-purpose flour, three-fourths cup of sugar, regular white sugar, three-fourths cup of softened butter, and three large eggs. You can also use extra large. Extra large will make it the batter a little bit thinner. This is a dense batter, so it'll make it a little bit thinner, but not much. So either one, either large or extra large eggs. Then you'll need instant coffee. I always used to use espresso powder when I was doing something like this that required uh, coffee flavoring. 
But espresso powder is so expensive, number one. And number two, it's hard to find sometimes. So I found the Nescafe Classico Dark Roast Instant Coffee has a very, very similar flavor to using espresso in something. It's not as strong, but you can make it, you know, just by adding more coffee. If you have a recipe that specifically calls for espresso powder, if you just double up on the Classico Dark Roast, it comes out very similar. So that's what I've been using because it's also like for the same price, you get this giant jar of instant coffee. You're going to use three teaspoons of instant coffee, like I said, the Nescafe Classico, and you're going to dissolve that into two tablespoons of very hot water. Super hot. Doesn't have to be boiling, but very hot. You're going to dissolve that and set it aside. Let it cool off. You're also going to need one teaspoon of baking powder, a fourth teaspoon of salt, and the magic ingredient, Five Farms Irish Cream. You'll need one tablespoon for the cake. So what you want to do is in a large bowl, you want to mix your three-fourths cup of flour, your one teaspoon of baking powder, and your fourth teaspoon of salt. Mix those together. Then you're going to add the sugar. Mix that in by hand, but you're going to use a mixer in this recipe, actually. But this is all by hand mixing. Put your sugar in there. and You can use a, a whisk. Whisk that in. So get all your dry ingredients mixed up. Now, add your butter, take your mixer, and start to blend your butter in, and then add your eggs one at a time, beating after each egg. Once you get the eggs in, add your coffee water and your Irish cream, and mix well, beating that for about three minutes on medium speed. This batter will be a kind of a thicker cake batter. It'll have a nice body to it. Just mix that really well. Make sure I went like halfway. I beat it for like a minute and a half and then I took a rubber scraper and I scraped and folded it over to make sure that I was catching everything, you know, the coffee and the Irish cream, get that mixed in. Just make sure you're beating that for three minutes. Once you're done beating it, you're going to scrape that into your prepared pan and level it out because it will not self-level. It's, it's pretty solid. And you're going to bake this at 350 degrees for 40 to 45 minutes. It'll test done with a toothpick, but also touch that middle with your finger and see if it springs back up because this is such a rich cake that it's kind of tricky to get it done. If it's not quite done and you take it out, it's going to really fall in the middle. So you want to make sure that you have a good bake to it. The edges will look a little bit dry and start to pull in, you know, when it's done. That's very noticeable on the parchment paper. You want to take it out of the oven when it's done and set it on a cooling rack for 15 minutes and then remove it from the pan, lifting it out carefully with the parchment paper. You might have to take a little knife and make sure you're loose the whole way around. Lift it out on the parchment paper and then just let it cool on the parchment paper until you're able to handle it. Then you can take the paper off and let it finish cooling on the rack. Now for the icing. When I make icing, I do not sift my powdered sugar because I am too lazy to clean up that mess. So <laughs> this is what I do. So this recipe calls for two cups of powdered sugar or 16 ounces if you get a 16 ounce box. Dump the powdered sugar into a bowl and then again, take your whisk and whisk it around and loosen it up. 
that gets really most of the lumps out of it. I'm so tired of sifting and then you have powdered sugar. I don't know if you do. I have powdered sugar everywhere, I should say. So this is what I've been doing. Just take the whisk and lighten it up a little bit. Now for the icing, you'll need two cups or 16 ounces of powdered sugar. You'll need two tablespoons of soft butter. You'll need two tablespoons of Irish cream and one to two tablespoons of milk or cream to beat in because the icing tends to be a little bit dense. Now I told you before, I believe when we did the tiramisu, I have this really nice little shot glass measuring glass that has teaspoons, tablespoons, ounces, milliliters, the whole thing, all the whole way around it. So it is so handy to measure with. So if you have something like that, it works great. If not, you can just use regular teaspoons and tablespoons and that. But just be careful because the Irish cream is a little tricky to pour. So you might want to pour it into a small glass and then measure off of that and then just drink the rest of it because that's a good excuse to drink it. <laughs> that's what I love about cooking with Irish cream. Boy, you just, you know, one for you, one for me. So anyway, lighten up your powdered sugar, throw in your two tablespoons of soft butter, and then start to stir that up with a wooden spoon and add your Irish cream one tablespoon at a time, stir that in. And what you're going to get is a very, very thick and not too plastic sort of icing, you know? <laughs> so you're going to want to add milk a little bit at a time and just be careful. Don't add too much, like maybe add it a teaspoon at a time and keep stirring it until you get a decent spreading consistency. And you want it to be almost so that it'll droop down the sides of the bread loaf would be nice. And you'll know it when you see it. It's, it's when you're stirring it and you get it to where you pick up the spoon and it'll start to sag off the spoon, you know you're good. So whip that up real good. And once your cake is cool, put it on a serving platter or an oblong dish or something like that, that it can stay on. And then put your icing on it just very carefully what I did was I kind of plopped icing around on the top of it and then I spread it because the cake is a pretty tender cake. It, it really is. It's Man, this cake has the nicest consistency. It's a very tender cake. So spread your icing around and go right to the edge of the loaf with it. Try to keep it about the same thickness and just let it kind of sag down over the edges because it looks nice, you know, but it's also nice to have that icing on the sides of your cake too. And then let your icing set up. You can eat it as soon as you put the icing on. However, this is one of those cakes that is so much better the next morning that it's like unbelievable, even though you hate to wait. You know, it just, the flavor develops and melds through the night magically as though little brownie elves came and touched it with their magic wands. Anyway, it's fantastic. It is a delicious cake. Anna said it had a sort of a caramel corn kind of a I've been really aroma to on it. it. I think it's kettle corn. Kettle corn. Not caramel corn because it's not quite caramely, but it's a like a caramely buttery smell to it. Yes. So I think it is like a kettle corn almost. It has the combination of the coffee and the Irish cream and the butter in it. Just gives off this wonderful aroma. It's got a very deep flavor. It's very good. It's wonderful with coffee. It's wonderful with anything. So, so far, I really like this a lot. I know, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to get a different flavor of cake. You know what I mean? It, it's almost like. Yeah, something that's not 
vanilla or chocolate. Yes. Yeah. Vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, you know, you don't stray outside of the flavor, the the three basic flavor profiles for anything. Maybe and, a spice cake. Yeah, maybe a spice cake or lemon, you know, or something like that. But this is a very good flavor. It's not super strong coffee flavored because it's a little bit milder, basically because you're using, you know, a milder coffee, but it's a little bit milder of a coffee flavor. So you don't necessarily get coffee right off the bat. And the icing has that Irish whiskey kind of flavor that is almost, you don't know that it's whiskey because it's this beautiful, sweet flavor that you kind of have a hard time identifying. But then, you know, and you put it all together. And I thought it just reminds you of an Irish coffee, you know, where you have the delicious coffee base, the delicious rich coffee base with that whiskey background and the creamy top on it, you know, it kind of gives you that. So that's what I'm hoping people get from this cake. But even if you don't, it's a very good cake. Give it a try. Let me know what you think. And I'm going to continue tweaking this recipe probably, although I have tweaked it a good bit. So I think it's, there's not any tweaking left probably. The only thing I was thinking, although I hate to do it, but you know, sometimes you just think, wow, this would be good if it had walnuts in it or something. You know what I mean? Like that. But I don't think I would do that. I think I really want to keep this like this Irish coffee idea. I think people would enjoy it. So thank you to Eating for Ireland for this great idea of this cake and for all your other wonderful recipes. I hope you get a chance to go to the Pittsburgh Irish Festival. It's the second weekend in September at the Cary Furnaces on the eastern end of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's a good time. There's good food good music, good beer, good people. It's just a fun time. And they have the um, Five Farms Irish Cream sponsors this Celtic kitchen. So they do cooking demos all day long on Saturday. They do a couple Friday evening and a couple Sunday morning, but all day long on Saturday, they have cooking demos and they're really a lot of fun. They also do mixed drink demos, which are really a lot of fun. And they have samples of stuff down there. So uh, if you get a chance to go, it's, it's really a good time. You should stop in and look for us there. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook at Merrimack Bakehouse, on Instagram at Merrimack Bakehouse and Merrimack Podcast, on Twitter at Mobile Merrimack, and on our website, MerrimackPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you.